Hello all and welcome. Welcome, welcome to the first podcast. I am your gracious host, Brandon. I really do appreciate you joining me today. So kind of how the structure of this first episode is going to go is I'm going to kind of lay out the plan. Uh, tell you about me, why I started the podcast, why you should listen to me, and kind of uh, uh, show you what I, I'm all about. I am kind of doing a unique plan. I'm doing three separate shows, uh, three completely different locations, right? So it's not like I'm going to put all the, for example, Twins podcasts, the Vikings podcasts, or even my weekly show in one stop shop. I'm going to actually spread them out. They're going to have their own home. So really, you can kind of think of this as the off-tackle network, um, and I want to do it this way because, you know, sports can be really niche. Just because you love the Vikings doesn't mean you love the Twins. Just because you love the Twins doesn't mean you like the Wild, and just because you like the uh, Wild doesn't mean you want to hear all about, you know, Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole, okay? So that is kind of why I'm separating them. Now, there are a couple of local hubs, Right. My Instagram, Brandon, uh, Brandon underscore three underscores, Joe, is a great place to find me and kind of just get uh, my life, fitness, and all of that. And then also the uh, at Brandon off tackle, no E. So it's B-R-A-N-D-O-N off T-A-C-K-L at, at Twitter. Okay, that's Brandon off tackle on Twitter. Those are kind of hubs where like everything's going to be, whether that's URLs, my thoughts, my feelings, my my uh, uh, motions during sporting events for Minnesota sports. Um, that's going to be kind of where there are some local hubs. But for the podcast, I kind of wanted to separate it. I wanted to separate it uh, again to get you know more niche, but also have a home. So a little bit about me. Like I said, my name is Brandon. I've been living in Minnesota for about eight years. Um, I actually, this isn't my first time podcasting. I had a pretty successful podcast with my good uh, best friend, Jordan. Um, it was called the Hawkeye Off Tackle Podcast. It was very successful. Um, we did it for a season. Um, we would get hundreds of views, uh, good reviews, five-star onlys, um, and it was just super, super fun. It was super great, right? We had some hilarious moments, hilarious memories, right? Um, things were really, really picking up, but with that first iteration of doing a Hawkeye Off-Tackle podcast last year, we learned something quick. Boys, when the season ends, they're in math class, Okay. Uh, uh, Spencer Petras for the quarterback for the Hawkeyes is an English 101, and there's not much to talk about once the season ends. So we learned a lot of lessons, a lot of great lessons. I decided to go solo this time because now I don't have to rely on anyone else but myself. And that's super important. It's not like that, Br you know, Jordan was unreliable. Briggs was unreliable. Um, he was great. Actually, he made everything up. So it was just, there's less chefs in the kitchen. Um, I can just do it whether I'm recording this at 2 a.m. or, you know, I want to record my thoughts right away. I want to do breaking. I don't have to wait on someone. I can just go myself. Um, I'm used to talking by myself. I also was a streamer back in my early 20s. I'm almost 30 now. So in my early 20s, I uh, streamed League of Legends. Um, got super successful. Tens of thousands of views on Instagram. Uh, 10,000 views on YouTube. It, it was good, right? Really, really successful, fun thing. Um, I wanted to... I love video games. I really do. I love entertaining. Sports is really who I am. Video games are what I do. Sports is who I am. And that's a good segue into who I am. Okay. I've been in the Air Force for about 11 years. Um, still in it. I was four years active 
I'm seven years reserve in January, so not quite 11, but basically 11 years. Um, joined it when I was 18. I got out of active duty, did its job. I absolutely loved it. And now I'm reserve. And I wanted to come back home. I was stationed in uh, Tucson, Arizona, Davis Mountain Air Force Base, where I met my wife. And um, I wanted to go back home to the Midwest. I'm originally from Iowa, Waukee, Iowa. Um, if you're from Iowa, you know that that's kind of a powerhouse school. It was not. We were 2A when I first started. Um, it was not a powerhouse when I first got there. Um, I want to go back to the Midwest, but I wanted my own adventure. Okay? And Minneapolis is going to be my base. So, what a perfect opportunity for me to move to Minnesota, have a whole new life, whole different perspective of the Midwest. And I'm going to, you know, sorry for all my Iowa listeners. Minnesota is like a A-plus version of Iowa. Has all the Iowa charms, all the Iowa feeling with big amenities. I've always dreamed about living in a sports city. Um, you know, living in Iowa, even though it's only three hours away, when you're a child, that feels like 100 miles away. Um having all sports just 30 minutes from my home um, is just such a powerful thing for me. Now, I'm not just a sports fan. I'm also a sports coach. I coached for uh, seven years at the varsity level, both in football and wrestling. I was a co-head coach for wrestling um, at one of the high schools here. I'll kind of just leave that one up as a mystery. And I was also a football coach um, for that school. We were number three in the na- uh, three in the state. I was about to say nation. That'd be cool. Three Number three in the state. Um... I played against Trey Lance, the quarterback for the 49ers. I coached against Trey Lance about four times. Um, I actually, fun story about Trey Lance, I never thought he was that great. We all, Even as a coaching staff, he was good. He was North Dakota State good. You know, the Division One kids kind of pop off the screen when you do high school football. Um, he looked like a really, like, A-plus high school football player, but not like a world beater. Man, that was quite shocking when I, you know, he was getting all that buzz. He threw, like, what, 50 touchdowns on interceptions um, in uh, uh, his first year at North Dakota State and then ended up getting drafted fourth, fifth overall. I don't have the numbers in front of me. And that was absolutely shocking and awesome. Also, during my football coaching, I coached against Jalen Suggs. And if you're an NBA fan, which I also am, I don't have an NBA podcast coming up, but I'll, I'll get on to that. Um, I'm a... I'm, uh, ginormous basketball fan. Uh, we played against Jalen Suggs in the state semis, and he stole a diamond ring off my finger. Um, it was an unbelievable high school football game. Um, it was a state semis at the bank. Um, back and forth, I was in the booth. I was the assistant offensive coordinator. I was in the booth um, where the Vikings are. Oh, man, coaching under those lights. You know, night game against a five-star uh, uh, basketball player, five-star dual-threat quarterback, number one dual-threat quarterback in the you know Ohio State, Notre Dame. Um, he had offers from football and basketball. Obviously, we all know he went to Gonzaga. He um, you know had offers from Kansas and all that stuff in Minnesota. He was just incredible. And to go against him and barely lose, we lost like in the last two minutes. We had a chance to win, and then he completely iced the game like a superstar should. Um, it was heartbreaking, but you know, it's a great memory. I get to explain, you know, express that and kind of tell that story because of it. So I'm always resentful toward Jaden Slugs, but it's a love resentful. Um, yeah, crazy. I, we knew though, he, unlike Trey Lance, we knew he was going to be like the number four pick in the NBA draft, number two pick in the NBA draft. Um, 
So yeah, that's just a little bit about uh, like my background, why you should listen to me. Not only do I approach things in a fun, excited, funny kind of way, I also really know the games, right? I could name you every basketball player, every football player, every baseball player, um, and about 50 to 70% of hockey players, right? I'm still kind of working on like the back, the backups in hockey as well. So kind of the structures of this episode is going to go to all my shows, but here's kind of the plan. So now whatever medium you're listening into on, whether that's the twins one, the Vikings one, or the off speed off tackle, which is more of a national show, um, the, whatever one you're listening on, you're going to now get very unique, um, sh- really unique episodes just for that show. Uh, so like it lets, for example, if you're listening to the Vikings off tackle, it's only going to be Vikings from here on out twins off speed, only going to be twins off speed content, Minnesota twins, the off speed off tackles, the national breaking, uh, news and stories of the week, like the Draymond punching or Tom Brady comparing, uh, f- football to a deployment, those kind of stories. Okay. Um, you're no matter which one you're listening on all three, this episode's on all three of them. My cat's meowing in the background, so hopefully he stops. I have three dogs and a cat, so a little bit more about me. Okay, so the three shows I have, I kind of spoiled it. Um, Vikings Off Tackle. The Vikings Off Tackle is going to be straight Minnesota Viking news. There's going to be a pre and a post game uh, episode. So really there's two episodes a week on the Vikings one. Um, of course, uh, if it's Monday Night Football, um, it will be the Tuesday. So really kind of the goal for that one is Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, of course, if they play on Monday Night Football, Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, breaking news will always be a separate episode for all these podcasts. But again, I'm going to be very specific here. For the Vikings, breaking news will, of course, be there. Let's say they traded for OBJ, which is kind of the rumor. that Oh, not traded. Uh, signed OBJ, which is an amazing rumor. Um I would, of course, immediately have a podcast for that and what that looks like. Um, for the Twins uh, Off Speed podcast, only one episode a week until the season starts, right? Breaking news always. That show's going to be on Mondays, okay? this That show's going to be on Mondays talking about how they should resign Correa, talking how players they should target, um, maybe towards more of like that, the heavy metal um off season we go to two times a week but for right now it's gonna be one time a week on mondays kind of just you know overall stories and you know maybe future ideas you know we're in the off season they're they're in cabo right now um so you know until i get my bearing and until season starts when the season starts it'll be two two episodes a week the off speed off tackle right a combination of the two names put together is going to be the national show it's the major stories Guests will hopefully be a lot more on this one. Um, I'm looking for guests on all the podcasts, right? I'm looking for guests on every single podcast, but I kind of want this uh, uh, national, international, uh, major story show to be more of the relaxed, fun, laughing, um, feeding off each other's energy, you know, laughing at the Draymond Green Jordan pool, which was funny, but also not funny, right? Um, That's just a, you know, a popular story that's going on right now. Why ESPN and Fox wants you to love Aaron Judge and all the, the hilarity that comes with that. That show's going to be on Fridays. Um, I, I wanted a, a national show, so I'm very niche. So, you know, if you're a Vikings fan, you're going to listen to the Vikings. If you're Twins, you're going to listen to the Twins. Um, the off-speed off-tackle, that's good for everyone, right? That can be 
uh, a fan in New York City to who likes the Mets to um, a fan in Arizona who's a big Arizona Coyote fan. I don't I don't know who that would be because who's an Arizona Coyote fan, um, but. Uh, I want that to be a very broad. That's my most broad show. Okay, so I mean, if you really, if you really love me and you love all Minnesota sports, um, if you just love me, um, you're going, you're getting, you know, four episodes a week, you know, two in season for the sports, one off season until it starts picking up and breaking news. So you, there's potential four to six episodes a week. Any given week, and of course, when it becomes more popular, um, the more I'm going to podcasts, right? It's you know, the more I get into the not just popularity, but get kind of into the flow, get good at this, right? I had a really good trial run with the hockey off tackle. It's one of the most favorite things I've ever done, um, and maybe I'll bring that back for my Hawkeye fans. But you want to talk about niche? That's niche. Who's listening to uh, Iowa Hawkeye, especially right now with the worst offense in the history of the world? Um, that's super niche. And I'm cool with niche, right? I'm cool with a really narrow market, but I also want a, a little bit of a broader market. Talking about a narrow, narrower market is the Wild Podcast. That's something that's definitely pinned, right? That's pinned in the cork board. I would love to do a Minnesota Wild Podcast, but I don't want to overwhelm myself. And I, um, I absolutely love the Minnesota Wild. Going to playoff games for the Minnesota Wild, absolutely phenomenal. Like, that was one of the greatest sports experiences of my life. I've been to the Rose Bowl. I've been to um, New Year's Day basketball games. I'm a season ticket holder for the Twins. Um, seen Otani. Seen. Uh, I was at that. I was actually at the Yankees-Twins uh, game. What was it? Back in 2019, which is considered one of the best modern games. It was home run after home run. Um, Aaron Hicks uh, got the uh, last out diving catch right in front of me um that's not where my season tickets are and the outfield but during that game um it's one of my favorite pastimes to do it was, i think it's going to a twins game is one of the best uh, uh sporting events i could go to with my family and my friends totally relaxed i feel amazing at those wild hockey playoff game was one of the most special okay i went with my father it, the crowd the fans the atmosphere was so special it, i was already a pretty big wild fan when I went to that game, like I was like a really big one, that one made me, uh, going to that game has made me a like super fan for life. Like that's how powerful that event was to me. Um, I would love to do Minnesota Wild Podcast, especially since they started 0-3. Um, I would love to discuss like what is Marc-Andre Fleury doing? Um, it, it, what are they doing with the goalies and Gustafson? Is Marco Rossi ever going to play? Um I would love to do that, and if there's actual interest, and there's actual a need, a, a, a surplus of, if, if that's something that people want, I will 100% deliver on that. Um, again, that's just another hour, that's another two hours of work a week, you know, now I'm talking a, a straight up part-time gig, which I can't wait for, to be honest. Um, I am so, so, so excited to dive in into this world to become Minnesota sports, to be in that laugh, be that goofiness, be that hot take that's real. Um, nothing. I have strong, strong, strong opinions on all sports, but nothing bothers me more than when a fan is just outrageous. Like when there's like a clear holding penalty um, and then the entire stadium boos. Like I can't. Stand that like it is so obvious that 
let's say, uh, uh, Derrishaw held, right? And everyone goes, boo. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, it was so obvious. Like, you know, be, I'm real. Okay. Um, I can get spicy. I can get, you know, not emotional. Like I'm breaking down crying. Right. But I can get pretty passionate. I know my stuff. I absolutely love it. I love the student of the game. I'm not just I try not to just be an armchair quarterback, an armchair GM, which we all are. Um, but I try to really show um, the reality, right? A lot of people freak out when teams are losing and teams are tanking. Um, uh, and I actually kind of enjoy the lost seasons, right? The draft is, I always call to my friends and family, they know the draft for all sports is like an unofficial holiday, right? I take off work for the, the NFL draft sometimes, you know? I make sure that, um, I run gyms, by the way. Um, uh, I make sure that, uh, you know, I, I my, my schedule is open for the, especially the first two days of the NFL draft. And really, honestly, the day three is something I absolutely love, you know, baseball and hockey, who cares <laughs> about those drafts? Um, but the NBA and the um, NFL drafts are like a super special day for me. I absolutely love it. Speaking of the NBA, you notice I talked about three shows and possibly a fourth of the wild. If you haven't noticed, I left off the Timberwolves. Okay? You, all right, spicy take number one. I cannot be a fan of a, of a franchise and ownership group that is that broken. So, again, growing up in Iowa, um, full disclosure, I was never like a I, – my Minnesota love um, came a lot later in life than maybe some of you. Um, growing up in Iowa, I didn't have a favorite sports team. I didn't grow up a Vikings fan, right? I, didn't, I wasn't opening up Viking – presents there's nothing you know a viking pajamas on christmas day um i was opening up panthers i was opening up panthers jerseys i was opening up cubs i was opening up uh hawkeyes uh i was opening up no hockey you know hockey is something that you minnesotans won me over with um so i never had a favorite team i had actually a san jose shark jersey when i was like nine um but i didn't watch hockey now, when I got into um, my 20s, when I got here, when I was like 20, 21, 20, I was 20, um, you all made me fall in love. It was your fault, right? Me and my fam we did not grow up Minnesota fans, me and my family. My family is super passionate, right? You guys made me Minnesota fans. And what I mean by that is your passion, your love. I was always kind of a nomad. I didn't think I was going to stay in Minnesota um, long term, I thought it was going to be a five year and out and I'm going to be in Florida or Utah or somewhere else. And you guys made me stay the people. So I ended up buying, I bought a house and, uh, where I coached, sold a house where I coached. And now I bought my dream home here in Minnesota. My kids will be raised in Minnesota. My kids will know Minnesota sports. They're going to be 30 minutes away, um, from the, you know, target center or, or Target Field, or the bank, right, U.S. Bank, and that's an incredible, powerful thing for me. I am now kind of living my childhood dream of being 30 minutes away from a sport. Going to a Carolina game, I've gone to maybe six Carolina Panther games, and I was a hardcore Carolina Panther fan, guys, like hardcore. Um, it's not because they lose. I like losing seasons, like I said. I love the draft. I love when you get a chance to draft Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, and Luke Keekley, right? That's an amazing, super fun, and Derek Brown, and, you know, that's an amazing time. I, I actually kind of like 
seasons that are lost, which is against the grain of what people are used to. Um, and I like winning. So it's not because the Panthers are the worst team in football. I would be excited because, oh, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, who are the Panthers going to get? I can't wait. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 read about it. Let's watch videos about them. Let's watch the actual tape. Let's watch interviews. Right, I love that stuff. But I came to kind of a conclusion. It was the Twins that actually kind of started this a little bit, right? I'll always be an Iowa Hawkeye. That's like beyond my DNA. My dad went to Iowa. My sister went to Iowa. I will always be an Iowa Hawkeye. That's like impossible for me not to be, okay? That's done. And I'll root for Minnesota Gophers, right? I'll root for the Gophers forever, right? They'll be my second favorite team. The Hawkeyes are beyond special. If I could trade all my sports fandom, um, for Super Bowls and, and World Series and Stanleys. And if I could trade sharing a national championship with my dad, which I know an Iowa Hawkeye national championships, a .0000000001% chance of happening. But if I could trade it to share that memory with my father, um, that would be an incredible moment. Um, that's what I would do. But, the, so, I was, a twi- I was a Cubs fan. My mom went lived in Chicago. Let's let's go sport by sport. Let's let's talk actually twins because this is what started it. Um my mom grew up in Chicago and she would actually take the L when she was a child with her brother to actually Wrigley. And the, my mom had a cool story where she fell, she was trying to get autographs and she fell into the field. Um she was a little girl and she the gate opened and she fell boom onto the field. Oh my god. Ernie Banks picked her up. And um, my uncle is like the most rabid Cubs fan in the world because again they grew up in Chicago. So th- their Chicago was always kind of like default my favorite baseball team. And like I said, I'm a super fan of when I become a fan. I'm a super fan. They won in 2016, and it was a special moment. And when you know me and my actually mother, my father was on a business trip in Chicago, um, ironically. Uh, my me and my mother and wife at the time. Oh, wife not at the time. We're still married. <laughs> um, don't sorry if you uh, heard that, uh, Leah. But uh, my, yeah, my other wife at the time. Uh, uh, we watched the World Series. And we watched David Ross, and we watched the 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 rain tarp and Jason Hayward's you know batting one ten, and but he gave a thirty million dollars speech, you know. And, you know, everyone's crying and Rizzo and Schwarber and, and you know, Ben Zobris and all that. And when they won, it was special. But it wasn't special really for me, right? Like, it was great. Oh, man. I was so happy. I was so excited. I took pictures. But really what I was happy for was I was happy for my mom and my uncle, right? And, and my grandfather I'd never met and how much it meant to them to watch the their, their cubs, their childhood team win um and once they won once the cubs won the magic of the cubs went away completely for me um it went 100 percent away and uh I, I felt like the the book closed on that chapter for me um i saw it i lived it i, I went through the pain and suffering from my childhood but when they won in 2016 i was okay with letting them go and I had kind of a, a thought switch, you know. Uh, I live. I, I went to maybe six or seven Cubs games in my lifetime, 
right? And I would have to see them away. I would see them in Arizona when I was stationed there playing the Diamondbacks or, you know, I've been to Wrigley once with Sammy Sosa and I saw them play in St. Louis before and, you know, I watched that with Cubs. That was cool. I saw Mario Rodriguez, Mario, you know, Rodriguez play. I saw Chris Bryant as like a 20-year-old, a 19-year-old in Iowa. And that was super, super special, right? But I go to 15 Twins games a year. My kids are going to grow up with the Twins. Um, my childhood uh, a dream of always being near sports teams because I love them so much, um, that came true. And the Twins are such a special atmosphere, guys. I don't know if you know this. I've been to a lot of baseball stadiums, you know, just because I didn't see the the I've only seen the Cubs away. I've also just liked to go to baseball games for fun. I don't know if you guys know this, right? But Target Field is a special place. Target Field is an incredible stadium. Not only is it modern and like a beautiful modern feel, so it doesn't feel like I'm, you know, in some, you know, ancient place like Wrigley. You know, I love you, Wrigley, but there's so much history, and I've been to Fenway and all that. But it's it's a modern feel. But God, do they do they nail the the classic? It, it feels, it's modern, but it feels like it's has history. And with that beautiful skyline, the Minneapolis skyline in the, uh, the right field, it's one of my favorite stadiums I've ever been to. Again, it's not maybe, you know, Principal Park or, you know, where the Giants play, but, you know, on the water. But it's special to me. I love Target Field. So, you know, the first Minnesota team that I fell in love with was the Minnesota Twins. Then was the Minnesota Wild, right? The Minnesota Wild, uh, that was easy. I didn't have a, I didn't have a hockey team. Uh, you know, it's impossible not to fall in love with hockey in the states. The state of hockey, for God's sakes, right? Minnesota Wild, in my opinion, uh, was is one of the best teams ever to follow. I could not fo- imagine following any other hockey team. They do have the best logo, one of the best. I won't say the one of the best logos. Uh, I'm ta- all of branding. I think the Minnesota Wild are one of the best in all sports. I'm talking accumulative, right? Coloring that deep green, the red, the logo, the vibe, the Minnesota Wild. What a perfect name, and I absolutely love that. So the Minnesota Wild was right after that. Then it was the hard one to let go, the Carolina Panthers. If I was gonna say like I had a childhood team like, where I talked about with the Cubs, were like, yeah, they were my team, but they were they. Were they my team? The Panthers are my team. That was a very unique team, especially growing up in Iowa. It almost came a little bit of an identity. I have a Tim Biakabatuka jersey. If you guys can tell me who Tim Biakabatuka is without Googling, I'll give you a nickel, right? I had a Tim Biakabatuka jersey growing up. I've been surprised tickets um, to, you know, uh, Vikings. Oh, not Vikings, excuse me. Panthers. Cowboys. I actually went to a Vikings Panthers game and I hated your horn. I was a child and you guys, it was in the old uh, Metrodome and you guys would every freaking first down. And as an away fan, I hated it. I laughed at it, right? Uh, that was when they, we had Deshaun Foster and, and Jake DeLome. And I watched the Panthers go to two Super Bowls. Um, it was special, special moments for me. Uh, 206, that, that was a good sports year, guys. The Cubs won the, uh, uh, Cubs won the World Series, the Hawkeyes won the Rose Bowl, and the Panthers won the Super Bowl. 
that Super Bowl was painful, and I will always hate Von Miller because how unbelievable he is, and I got to watch Noodle Arm Peyton Manning throw 100 yards and somehow win a Super Bowl. Um, even though Carolina was 15-1 and one of the best offense in football, Von Miller was like, I'm going to eat your lunch all day long. Um, you know, and I also watched Steve Smith catch a last, you know, a game-winning touchdown against the Rams, and, at, you know, I watched... John Casey kick out of bounds against uh, Tom Brady for his first Super Bowl win. Um, Panthers were hard to let go. But the same argument goes with the Twins and Cubs as the Vikings and Panthers. I've held the flag for the National Anthem on the field uh, for the Minnesota Vikings twice. I have become a part of the Minnesota Vikings. I didn't even mention that the wild, I, you know, I spent, you know, with wrestling, I was a, you know, part of a state champion who had a full ride scholarship at the university of Minnesota. I was a part of a state championship kid, you know, uh, an incredible wrestler. So I got to, you know, we qualified five people to stay for the first time in 20 years. So we had, we were very successful as well. Um, just me and my other coach, um, just two of us. So I got to spend, you know, 12 hours. I became really intimate with Excel, the Excel Energy Center um, because I got to spend all the hours I was on. I've been on the floor. Um, it's pretty special. Now, holding the flag for the National Anthem, obviously a really, really special thing, right? The Vikings had me do that. Um, it was the same argument, the Cubs and Twins, but a little more emotional. I've seen the Panthers play maybe seven times. I'm a fan from TV. I'm a fan from TV. There's nothing wrong with being a fan from TV. But it's almost a disconnect. Almost a make-believe. And there's something powerful when a... Knowing that you... That's your state. This isn't the Minneapolis Vikings. It's not the Minneapolis Twins. It's not the Duluth Wild. It's the Minnesota Wild. Our home. Our place. When a, when a free agent chooses here... He goes to the same grocery store as we do. He um, chose Minnesota as his home. Zadarius Smith said, I want to go to Minnesota. I'm going to live in Minnesota for four to six months. That's a powerful thing to me. It becomes a, a sense of community. Also, the fans, you guys are the best. I know I always said you guys, you know, because I, I feel like I, I'm an outsider, but I'm coming in. You're the best fans in sports. Um, there's something very special about you. My parents were at the Minnesota Miracle, actually. And, you know, we're we're coming into, we're sports freaks. The whole family, my mother knows more about sports than 99% of people. All of them. Uh, we It's every weekend we, we get together. It's a beautiful memory. It's one of my favorite memories, me and my mother and my father. And my wife, Leah, is like, eh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, if I watch it, I watch it. But, you know, us three share those memories, and those memories are going to last a lifetime when we go to the playoff games and we go to the Rose Bowl for the Hawkeyes. And, um, But what we've all kind of discussed is that when we watch you, Minnesota fans, and we watch you with, with the Wild, and we watch you with the Vikings, you love them so much. You care. You want them to win so bad. It's honestly as silly as it might sound. It's beautiful. Um, I, I feel like you guys' interaction with with your teams is a very beautiful, powerful thing. Um, 
there's such a kindness and such a care and you guys want it so bad and i remember i remember i'll never forget this this is one of my favorite minnesota memories that it wasn't even a minnesota fan at the time it was, it was the vikings panthers game uh panthers did one by the way <laughs> with d'angelo williams and deshaun foster but me and my father were in the back row of the old metrodome i'm talking wall to concrete essentially okay back 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 row and there was this husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, something, right? There, fiance, something, right next to us. Guy in my, now my, about my age, 27, 28, 29. Um, and the amount, you could tell it was like his first game. You could tell it was his first Vikings game ever. And the joy this guy had on his face how he hugged during the pre like the game where they announced and they're kind of hyping you up right how he hugged his fiance wife girlfriend so tight it was like watching a 5-year-old come down the stairs at christmas like it was unbridled pure joy and we had that memory, even though we didn't live in Minnesota at the time. My parents also live in Minnesota as well. They live in uh, Apple Valley. Um, it was such unbridled joy that we actually, that memory stayed with us. We weren't even Minnesota people yet. We were still Iowa people at the time. We were, you know, living in Waukee. You guys are special. And it's addicting. And I, I felt like my childhood teams... Once I bought the second house here and said, you know, me and my wife decided this is where our children are going to grow up. They're going to go to the University of Minnesota if they want or Minnesota State. We work in Minnesota. We live in Minnesota. We've been prosperous in Minnesota. Minnesota has been the most beautiful thing to us. The best decision we ever made was living in Minnesota. We lived all over. It'd be easier to tell you what states I haven't been to than what I have. I've probably been to 47 states in the United States, guys. I lived in Texas for a year. I lived in Virginia. I lived in Massachusetts. I, lived, I grew up my childhood in Iowa. I lived in Arizona for two, three years. I've been around. I travel a lot for uh, the military. There was one time I went to four states in five days for the United States Air Force. I've traveled. I'm a huge traveler. But yet I want my home to be Minnesota. And I want my kids to be Minnesota. And to to have that memory with Minnesota sports. We all as a collective, my mother, my father, me, have gone kind of all in on Minnesota sports. My parents didn't care about the Carolina Panthers. I cared about the Carolina Panthers. And we have such a powerful thing when it comes to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, we get to now have that with Minnesota sports. And it's a beautiful thing. And I can't wait to talk all about it. But that's really it. Um, kind of, to, again, oh, let me go way back to why I don't have a Timberwolves podcast. So that was a super long answer of why I don't have a Minnesota Timberwolves podcast. I'm an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Um, I've been an Oklahoma City Thunder fan since before they had a logo. I don't know if I can let that one go, guys. Basketball is fickle, right? As in, like, players will leave in a heartbeat. Uniforms change. Logos change. Um, draft picks and your star players gone. Never buy a jersey in basketball. That's like a lesson to you all. Never buy an NBA jersey ever unless it has your name on it. Um, do not buy your fit. Do not buy a Rudy Gobert jersey. I'm telling you that right now. That dude, you think he's on your team for the rest of your life? That dude could be gone in 18 months. Do not buy an Amarni Edwards. 
do not, I mean, Carl Anthony Downs, God love him. He's still on the team. He could literally say if they uh, win 40 games, go, I'm out of here. I want out. Or the Timberwolves will straight up trade him because the dude can't play defense, right? Do not buy a Minnesota Timberwolves or any sports jersey. Maybe go with the big names like Steph and LeBron, right? That Those are cool. And Michael Jordan. Get, like, vintage ones. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves are terrible, guys. <laughs> and it's not like they're, they're going to be good this year. I don't That's not an NBA championship team. And uh, I've been a, a Oklahoma City Thunder fan for a long time. And I get to see the Thunder. See, that's a different one. I get to see the Thunder three, four times a year. Uh, you know, um, I'm okay with being a fan from far away. I like to use the Timberwolves kind of like a taxi. And what I mean by that is that if I want to see Steph Curry, I go to a Timberwolves game. If I want to see LeBron, which I have, I go to a Timberwolves game. If I want to see LaMarcus Aldridge, LaMarcus Aldridge and uh, uh, Damian Lillard, this is a true story, and the Portland Trailblazers play the Timberwolves, sweet. I'm going to get a cheap ticket, right? Uh, maybe there's a chance. To, I like that. I'll root for the Timberwolves. I'll be my second favorite team. I can't, I cannot let that organization in. They are too hilariously pathetic. <laughs> and uh, that's not an insult. I think, you know, it's not even an insult. You all know this. You all know this. I know you all know this. The Timberwolves are trash. That's it though, guys. That's the first episode of what you can have in store. It's going to be a lot more. Now we go off to our niches right now. If you're listening to the Vikings Get ready for only Vikings content. You're not going to get a Twins podcast. If you're a twin listening on the Twins one, get ready for the Twins. If you're listening on the national show, you might never really hear about Minnesota again. Um, uh, maybe the Wild is coming down the pipeline. That might be... Let me get in the flow. Let me get in the flow. Of, I'm already doing three shows and in six hours of content. Let me get in the flow of uh, these three, and then maybe we add the Wild. Subscribe, whatever podcast you're interested in, guys, for Minnesota sports. Whatever one you're interested in. If you're interested in all of them, subscribe to all of them. I would love you to death, right? Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.